Hi, this is Christina Dam, and this is Liberate the Podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. We're back in person and we're back live. Okay, no. Um, So welcome back, Celeste McMillan. And she did a podcast with us years ago. So you can way back wind and see some more amazing wisdom from her if you are inspired. Or you can just listen to this talk too, because we have uh, an amazing topic of the transmission of presence. But a little bit about Celeste. Celeste is one of our facilitators here. She's also an actor and a musician, and she hosts ceremonies. She does the cacao ceremonies with us on a regular basis, uh, leads breath work with it, and all this other stuff. I mean, really, she just dabbles in this and that and brings upon joy and happiness to everywhere she goes. Like, I really I don't think I've ever not seen her smiling. So, you're going to make me cry in the intro. <laughs> oh. Yes, that's what we do here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the sweetest introduction ever. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm so happy that you're here. I'm happy that we get to spend time face to face too. You know, it's been an interesting 18 months of of transformation and, you know, like what a better time to start bringing people back together and and doing some transmissions of presence and everything else that you want to talk about. So, Celeste, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, always. <laughs> um, yeah, every time I step foot into this shop or just anytime that I'm in your presence, I just feel like I'm here. Like, I generally feel like I really... Um, exponentially I'm sort of just like relinquishing my grip on my reality like what it's supposed to look like mm-hmm. um, so I'm always kind of st- not striving but relaxing into the present moment but being here and being in your presence is always super helpful so Aww, thank you. that's how I feel about you <laughs> like hi <laughs> right and it's like happiness it's right. like a dose of happiness that you know um that this brings, work, man. <laughs> that's, that's what it's all about. So talk to me a little bit about why the topic transmission of presence. And I mean, you started out a great segue about just being present, right? You know, um, but why and why now? Um, yeah. So, I, you know, I just was um, doing a guided meditation for a company over Zoom earlier today. And... Um, they were like, the, the owner of the company was like, I don't know how to introduce Celeste. She's like, I don't know what your title is. It's a healer. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll take it. But I just the other day was laughing with myself. Like, I don't know what to call myself these days anymore, you know, um, which is awesome. It's kind of funny because the mind wants to be like, I'm this, this. or I'm that, <laughs> you know. But it's surprisingly um, empowering and peaceful the more that I just relax into my beingness without trying to put it into a category um and i don't know where i heard this phrase a transmission of presence maybe it was from one of the many teachers that i listened to um or maybe just came from the ether (laughs) but i feel like that so accurately for me describes and just encapsulates everything that i do whether i'm producing music or um embodying a character in a film or um you know facilitating ceremony it's just about showing up and just relaxing enough to just 
trust the moment and just take it literally, you know, to just to be in the present moment and allow yeah. yourself to receive that transmission. Um, because otherwise, like, I feel like in the past, even when I first started facilitating ceremony here, oh my gosh, I was so nervous. Um, I guess because I hadn't really done it in a public arena like that on a regular basis. And I remember you mean like, back at, at yeah, Hollywood. back in Hollywood. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I used to like, um, it's cute, but also slightly embarrassing. I used to like write notes like, okay, I'm going to talk about this and this is going to be my intention and just like trying to try to structure it because my mind was like, ah, I'm so scared. Like I'm supposed to show up and teach people stuff. Who am I to teach people stuff? <laughs> I'm still figuring it out. Um, and it was, I'm happy that I had the compassion and um, just the acceptance of where I was at at the moment. But I super um, quickly noticed that the the less I planned, the more exquisite and divine and impactful it was. Like the more mm. that I just trusted myself, trusted the process and trusted the people that I'm with, yeah. the more amazing it was, you know? Um, so I still get like butterflies sometimes. Like when I came here, when I was coming here, I was telling my sister like, uh, <laughs> I feel kind of nervous. But then I always remind myself, I'm like, is it nervousness or is it excitement? Because mm. I feel like there's such a fine line between the two, you know? Yeah, they're um, very fine line. They're kind of the same coin. Right. And I mean, even like I, I always... One just involves trust and one involves distrust. Exactly. <laughs> Are you looking through the lens of fear or love? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I always love to like take it back to like a scientific basis. Like on a quantum level, it's all just a vibration. Everything's a vibration. This table is not solid. It's just tightly packed atoms that are vibrating together. Yeah. So it's the same for my body. It's the same for my thoughts, for my emotions. And so there's a very fine line between fear and love. It's just like, what lens of perception are you using? Are you nervous? Are you excited? <laughs> yeah, no, totally. And, and, and about that just being, and I think that sometimes we need to do those preparations to build that muscle of trust. Mm -hmm. right it's like yes it's kind of like an education or a class or like you, you you learn how to do something or you take notes and then at a certain point you know you might follow a recipe when you're cooking totally for the first couple times but you probably get a way better meal once you trust that you can just allow yourself to play with the ingredients instead of being so measured right absolutely it's like we build um an energetic slash emotional slash neurological muscle memory just from showing up and doing the thing and being like oh yeah yeah no i like i can always default to like this mind-made structure or plan but also like after a few times i'm like oh it always works out it's always so much fun yeah so then you start to like let go and trust more and just show up <laughs> and realize that you can just be and then while you are there i think that you said something remarkable about how much in and i guess we can't say better or worse right because but how great things turn out when you allow yourself to just be and go with the flow and know that everything's going to be okay now that doesn't mean that problems don't happen that doesn't mean that there's not hiccups or things to solve or difficult people that sometimes might be in a class or an environment sure. <laughs> but that means that you navigate through it right that there's nothing that you because ultimately like what are what are we doing here like when you said the vibration of like the table or the space or whatever like we're just existing right you know <laughs> We didn't follow like a rule book to get to this point. Like we somehow <laughs> we yeah. made it here. <laughs> We're here. We're meant to just exist and experience. And then there's the effort that we put into things to 
push ourselves or grow. But the intention behind that is just to push ourselves and grow, right? Whether we're taking a class or going and enrolling in schooling for some kind of certification or degree or whether we're, you know, setting an intention on, on cleaning the house, right? You know, like the result is always like, yeah, those are all things that we do to keep ourselves feeling like we're moving forward. Mm-hmm. But we don't have to do all of that. I mean, you don't have to right. show up to work. Right. <laughs> you know, like, yes, there's going to be consequences. Maybe you won't be able to pay your bills or different things like that. But do you, re- like, it's all a choice. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, and I feel like um, what really popped out to me about what you were just saying is, like, the intention. Like, I love that as I continue in my own journey and I continue to build that trust within myself and the process, I find that I'm creating a healthy balance of, like, masculine structuring like analytical structuring and setting goals but also the feminine side of like flow and trusting Mm -hmm. and just showing up so like you said it's super helpful and amazing um, and result producing to be able to set goals and like have intentions and a structure but then to also be able to just like let go and flow and like you said if you encounter problems or difficult people and Sarah difficult people (laughs) just like people that don't um fit into the mold of your expectation in like a ceremony or a class. Yeah. Um, I feel like I don't even view those things as problematic. Like 99.9% of the time these days in my life, I'm more intrigued by those moments or by those people. I'm like, hmm, you're trying to show me something. Like, I don't know how aware you are of it, but I feel like there is, I'm learning something from this. You know what I'm saying? What a very powerful perception. Right. It's so because then everything just becomes so full of ease. And so like life is happening for you, not to you. Yeah. And people get that on a theoretical sense. But to really get that on like a cellular sense is is very different. But to have that where you're like, oh, I'm intrigued by this. Because really, like, imagine if like for those that are listening, imagine if you did that for everything instead of somebody being Mm -hmm. like cutting you off in traffic and you're getting irritated if you just say, I'm intrigued by that or like this conflict in your life or relationship or whatever. I'm intrigued, right? What is this trying to teach me? Yeah. (laughs) Because everything's just a reflective mirror basically, right? Yeah. And it it doesn't mean that that means that you need to stay in a situation that isn't healthy or that because that could be trying to teach you to empower yourself to move beyond, to leave, that you don't need something, that you don't need to continue to put yourself into an uncompromising situation, right? Absolutely. So it doesn't mean this is okay or this is fine and that you you should stay there. It absolutely doesn't mean that. No, no, no. Thank you for saying that because um, interestingly enough, this year has been the most, um, I've experienced the most growth of like relinquishing control and just going with the flow. And simultaneously, it's been the strongest year that I've ever had for setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. And like there's certain people that I love with my whole heart and soul, they're not in my life right now. Yeah. Because I don't need to subject myself to other people's um behavior and journey and I can respect where they're at and not judge it but not have to subject myself to it you know what I mean yeah of course like I mean you can ask yourself why is this showing up right but then that doesn't mean (laughs) what what is this here to teach me but that doesn't mean that you need to allow it to continue to show up right absolutely you can say okay all right this is showing (laughs) up this person is like this they're acting this way I don't need that you know? That's huge. <laughs> it's huge. I can walk away from that. And that's, I think that that's so important. Like, 
uh, in knowing that you can still have love for somebody. Like, with authenticity and very much you could feel it when you said it. I love these people, but they're not in my life right now. Right. And and I think that there's a misconception that a lot of people have that it means that if you cut somebody off or if you do something like that, that means that you don't like them or you don't care about them or you don't love them anymore. Or if you love them, you have to continue to subject yourself to physical or mental or emotional abuse in some way. Because even if it's abuse of yourself, even if they're not, you know, like, but it's this uncompromising situation for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's abuse, right? Mm-hmm. That's abuse to you, your freedom, your life, oh, and like your vibration. I have a whole new definition of abuse at this point in my life. Like, I, I guess I've just become so um, familiar with my heart and and just my what it feels like to be present in my body, mm-hmm. which allows me to um, have a sharper sense of when something doesn't feel good. You know, so earlier in my life, I experienced like just straight up like abuse, (laughs) you know, as a kid. But then as I got older, I was like, okay, cool. Don't want to be involved with that kind of person. Don't like that. (laughs) And then the universe just kind of like guided me or I guided myself, however you want to like phrase it, you know, um, to have that. Somehow you move to a different position. (laughs) Just to have that muscle memory of like just pivoting, like, okay, this doesn't feel good. Okay, cool. This, this is, this is my stuff. Oh, that's their stuff. Okay, cool. Pivot. Like, can, can, is this a symbiotic reciprocal relationship where we can continue to like grow and expand together and teach each other? Yes. No. Awesome. I love you. I'll see you around. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's just so like, there's so much wealth and, um, just richness and abundance of information in the present moment. Like it just increasingly makes so much sense why teachers like Eckhart Tolle say that everything is created out of the present. Like, yes, great, plan, have goals, but nothing is created in the future. The future never comes. Tomorrow never comes, as Alan Watts says. (laughs) Like it's all generated through the present moment. Yeah. And, And it's so in line with what you're talking about, about, you know, kind of being um, more consciously selective about who you involve and include in your life um, because you can't really be aware of what's good for you and what's not good for you if you're stuck up here. <laughs> yeah. If you're not in your body communicating with yourself and feeling what it feels like to be in someone else's presence, right? Mm-hmm. And to feel that like that level of, like you said, your heart, right? Yeah. The healing, the heart, the the connection to yourself, Yes, absolutely. Hmm. So what was your new definition or new new perspective of abuse? Oh, just, um, okay, my mentor said, he, he used to say it like this, um, you know, Celeste, you used to take the train of abuse from all the way from California to New York. Like you didn't realize that this situation was abusive until you were in New York. And then you learn from that. And then you started only taking the train of abuse from California to um, Michigan. And then only from California to Texas. Like you start to catch on Mm -hmm. to the feeling of what just doesn't feel good and what doesn't feel respectful. And, you know, so it doesn't have to be physical abuse. That's That would be like taking the train to New York, I would say. Yeah. (laughs) But even like you know, someone being passive aggressive with you or shaming you. Um, if you can become aware of those moments, that's you taking the train just from California to like Texas or Colorado. And you, that distance becomes shorter and shorter. Um, and just, I find that the more I live my life, the more respect and love I have for myself, 
and therefore others, especially those that are able to reciprocate that. Mm -hmm. And my, um, my, my tolerance is just like, I just won't, I just won't put up with what doesn't feel good because why? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's one of the biggest gifts of really doing some of this work of inner transformation and is, I think we were born that way to a certain extent. We're born this vibration of, mm-hmm. and then we go through these experiences. feeling good, you mean? Yeah, feeling mm-hmm. good. Yes. And then, and then, <laughs> and then we go through these experiences and then we, we think that the world is either this way or that way or that we need to gain people's approval or love in order to have value. And we don't remember our own intrinsic value of just us. And But when you do this self-work and you work on yourself, you're reminded that all that stuff is just illusions and delusions that were created by a projection inside of you that was scarred, you know, Mm -hmm. and that projector wasn't working right. It wasn't telling you the right information. And then you heal that and you realize you don't have anything to prove to anyone. And then when you get to that space, you drop into your heart and you say, well, what do I want to do? Because when it's when life stops being about everybody else, it can finally start being about you. Oh man, the freedom! <laughs> right? Yes. And then you're not feeling obligated to this or needing to prove this or wondering if you're upsetting this person or feeling attached to continue to hold on to this person. And then you can go about your life. But the interesting thing is, a lot of people will say, "Well." Isn't that selfish or self-centered? No, because you end up being able to show up and give so much more, right? Oh, yeah. And it comes from this beautiful heart-centered place. And so it's, and the right people can have the energy and the wrong people can go up on their way and hopefully have their own realizations to find that their self too. It's It's not wishing bad upon anybody else. It's hoping that, hey, you you find that. You're just probably not going to find that with me, you know? Yeah, it's like Abraham Hicks says, um, you're looking for love in all the wrong places if you're not giving it to yourself first. (laughs) And people can't, I mean, you were just like preaching to the choir (laughs) the last like few minutes because I, that was totally my journey for the first like 25 years of my life, you know, needing to, feeling like I needed to take care of other people and don't upset this person and make sure this person's okay. Like I was always last on the list and now I'm first. (laughs) And it's like you said, it's translated to me being able to be more loving from an authentic grounded place (laughs) and clean, not like bottom, uh, uh, um, like with an undertone of resentment (laughs) that I'm not even aware of, you know? No, I'm able to love from a clean, authentic place I'm able to be of service to people um, and, and again, just to be of service to myself. Like it, it's yeah. so amazing the way that the cup overflows. And I love that, that element from an authentic place. I think that, that that could use a little bit more elaboration because I think if anybody that's listening, have you ever um, read The Celestine Prophecy or watched the movie? I have not, but someone else just recently okay, okay. brought it back. <laughs> so they go they go through there's nine scrolls and it's it's a it's um it it seems like it's like would be real and it's these tokens of wisdom but it's fantasy right mm-hmm. and um but it's held it it's test of time because it's really one of the best self help books that have ever been written but it's not done so in a way that is all of this like you know, like fact-orientated kind of boring Mm. jargon. It's done in a story, 
right? Mm -hmm. And but when they when they go through this, the insights are really about loving yourself and becoming aware of your energy. And they call it these control dramas that occur. And these control dramas, when you said it, like I was just starting to rewatch the movie the other day. It's like twenty years old, so I was like, but oh, wow. I was like, like, like I wanted to watch the movie. And uh, I fell asleep during it, so I got to rewatch it. But uh, the control dramas of like you know when when the vibration when you're when you're being nice to somebody, you're doing something, but you're trying to fulfill this wound in yourself. It literally doesn't come across from an authentic place, and it's actually doing a disservice to the person. And they do a really good mm. job in the in the movie depicting it as this like sucking on their energy or like trying to like over control them and like you know wow. dominate it when because you're looking to get. You're giving in order to get instead of giving just to give. Mm -hmm. And it has a very different vibration to it. And I think that like if somebody can get that, when your cup is full, you give to give. You don't give to get. Yes. You don't give to order to look good, in order to feel important, in order to be special, in order to receive some kind of conditional love. Well, and I, I've been like, uh, my mind has been chomping on the goodness of this <laughs> for as long as I can remember. I just find that there's so many paradoxes. Is paradoxes the plural of paradox? I don't know. You know what I'm trying the, to say. The listeners know that I'm, I, I <laughs> make up our own words all the time. I mean, like. The Christina vocabulary is like <laughs> literally like the own dictionary. I'm like, <laughs> amazing. Because part of my intention for this was just like to play in the nonsense. So perfect. Paradoxes. We're going to go with that. Um, yeah. The paradox of people being like, oh, well, isn't that selfish? Well, through what you were just saying, it seems that it's necessary to be selfish because you need to give yourself what you're expecting other people to give you before you can give them that or anything else. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, because like you said, otherwise it's kind of like a hollow transaction. Like I'm giving you this, but I don't have it for myself. And so I can't really give you something I don't have. Yeah. Right. Or, or I'm giving this because this is what I would want you to do for me or somebody do for me. So right. I can't do it for myself. So I'm going to treat you and spoil you, but I really am longing that somebody would treat me and spoil mm -hmm. me. You know, like it, that receiving of that. And I'm sure everybody that has had that happen one time, like think of somebody that's super, super over the top trying to overly please people. Mm. Like it just feels so disingenuous. It feels that, like not clean. Like, <laughs> and, and you're like, ooh, ooh. Right. it feels like scummy. Mm -hmm. It's like, why is this person trying so hard? You know, why is this person wanting, you know, like it's, it's, it's almost like you want to push it away because the stronger that need for whatever validation they were looking for, the more yucky it feels. Mm -hmm. um, it's so funny. Like I, I didn't think of a specific person as you were describing this, but I've of course had this experience, and I just started to feel like sad for them all of a sudden. <laughs> but I think it's just because I, I'm, you know, yeah, I do what we do, and <laughs> I see not only like the inauthenticity and like un uncleanliness of it, but I also see like the void that's right, behind the that, pain. the motivation and the pain, right? Yeah, and that's and that's not to gun on anybody it's just to say like you deserve to heal and feel that fullness for yourself and it's it's just really that redundancy of drilling in the point of like this is for others and for you by taking care of you i also feel like um 
it's just again it's so interesting for me like i i don't know if it's because i'm german or i just like to think <laughs> i'm always like kind of diverting back to that analytical like just wanting to understand how things work and why they work the way that they do and i mean at the end of the day we're still animals like we're not separate from the animal kingdom and the ability to feel whether someone is with an integrity or like being authentic or you, we can feel where people are giving from and where they're speaking and acting from because we're animals and that's like a primal <laughs> sense of like is this person safe you know what i'm saying like can i trust yeah. them to can i eat these berries that they're giving me or are they trying to steal my tribe <laughs> you know yeah, no, <laughs> so, i mean like like seriously we forget that i mean we built the, we built these monstrosities of cities and we've become so disconnected and so distracted which goes me back to the that transmission of presence oh, god i don't know like anywhere i go and wherever you know and i catch myself all the time too i'm constantly on my phone and i got to stop myself and be like i just need to be i had to literally stop myself uh, like a month or so ago and say you are so over distracted that you can't like really even sit still you know, and I was like, okay, I need to go back to like hiking and being in nature and leaving my back phone in the car. I need to, you know, like have a salt bath here or there and just relax. I need to not turn on the TV like at night. Like I literally had to start making goals for myself of like when you get home, you do this and you just are present and you eat the meal in silence mm. and you don't have to watch like, you know. Totally. But we so easily train our mind to be like so that like you know and these all these endorphins go off when you get like the little things or the comments or you read or you do the things and you're like i don't know you it's like you go into this wormhole but then how much are you disengaged so that's another level you're already disengaged with nature being in these cities you're separated from your food source Everything's perfectly clean and in little packaging at the grocery store. You don't even know where you're getting, you know, like, it's like, I just go to the store and I grab and this and, you know, like, there's no, like, like connection. I mean, I love to still go to the farmer's market and get everything from there and meet the farmers or the vendors mm -hmm. that represent some of the farmers. But, like, there's, there's so little of our connection to earth, mm -hmm. right? I mean, maybe we have a connection to a pet. Thank but then, God for dogs. <laughs> but, then, but then, but then we've we've then put them in our apartments or our houses in the middle of a city and like you know like and our so it's like we've just taken them out of their natural environment of nature. So I mean, I like that if we can find ourselves being more present because I was finding myself being so like just anxious in my mind, overwhelmed, mm -hmm. and I realized that I just needed to connect with the now. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I feel like um, the first thing that occurred. Okay, so two things occurred to me initially while you were talking, and then I tried to like forget them because I was like, okay, just listen, just be present. I'm constantly just like, shh, shh, doesn't matter, doesn't matter, just be present. Um, but I just feel like, especially because we are very, we're we're pretty aware individuals. Like we're doing this work on a regular basis for ourselves. That's why we can do it for others, right? Um, and so it almost becomes like a slight 
detriment to be so aware and you're like damn it why am I so dist- I'm so distractible okay I need to like do this but when you first said that I was like yeah but we have supercomputers in our heads so it makes sense that we're like I'm gonna do this and then I'm gonna do that and it's like okay I get it <laughs> right <laughs> but how cool is it that it took a split second of a moment of presence for you to be like I don't feel good okay let me just like shift. Let me yeah. pivot and reorient like my day-to-day schedule because I felt for a fraction of a second that light of conscious awareness came into this present moment and didn't really quite like how it felt. Yeah. So such an empower uh, such a powerful um impactful effect just from a second in the present. Yeah. It's so cool. Like nature, ha- we are nature and it has a way of balancing itself, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just so cool. <laughs> and if we can get, get out and connect and even like, I, I've always said that like a couple minutes on, on a trail or sitting in grass and That's suddenly like you literally like, I don't know, it's your electric magnetic field. Maybe it's your earth cord, you know, like on an energetic level, but like suddenly you're just, all right. That's you the know? thing. It doesn't take much. <laughs> and, and that's the beauty. It doesn't take much. And it doesn't take much for us to be, like, content and happy either. We're so, like, when we drop into that heart space, what we really want and need is far less than I think that our minds are, or that old self that was trying to please others mm-hmm. needs. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, it's simple. That's the thing. It's super, it's super simple. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It's also, I'm just going to keep quote because I just keep having random teachers that I listen to pop into my head. (laughs) You get the quotes today. (laughs) You're so free that you can, uh, what does she say? Abraham Hicks. You're so free that you can choose bondage. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's literally that like we can be in our minds and we can do all the super cool stuff and plan and like create amazing, but we can also just stop and just listen and just be present and just go into nature or just choose to like disassociate from all of the analytical masculine like yeah building <laughs> all the mind made stuff. And I wouldn't say one is better than the other. At this point, I'm just like right on. I can like go into a whole tangent of. Do you know how many thoughts, like how many little light bulbs were going off? Every time that you speak, I have all these little things going off. And my mind so desperately wants to like go down that wormhole because I'm like, that sounds so cool. Oh my God, that, oh, it makes so much sense. But my heart's like, no, I want to be with you. And if something is really meant to come through, it's going to come through. (laughs) I'm not going to sit here and wait to talk. (laughs) You know what I mean? Which is what most people do. I think we've all been I've been there. We've been there. We've all been there. I used to have such anxiety. I would like plan what I'm going to say to people. Like I I remember even in my early 20s, um, I would go to like a yoga class and I would love the teacher so much. I would go to the locker room after. And as I'm getting dressed, I'm like, I want to tell them like how much I love the class. But I would like start to rehearse what I'm going to say to them just because I was so nervous. Yeah. So again, the even the motivation for doing things that are like not super authentic, I think more times than not, and this might just be my faith in like humanity and just my pers- particular lens of perception, but I think people really, I truly believe people are always doing the absolute best that they can with the tools and the degree of consciousness and awareness that they have, you know? Oh, 
Yeah. And then tensions are usually not like evil. <laughs> It's just like I'm scared, so I'm gonna do this, like to prepare myself or to try to control the situation. You know. Yeah, or to live from whatever perception that they have that's ruling. You know. That makes yeah. sense to them. Yeah. You I, don't know I, what you don't know. <laughs> you don't know what you don't know, and I don't think that we come in with this maliciousness. And I mean, you can even see it, like. Even in wars and stuff, each side authentically believes that they're fighting for what they believe in, and you、right. know, murders are happening, but they believe that they're doing it for this belief system or that or whatever it may be. You know, somebody that goes in and you know robs a place or does something like that, or they coming in, they're they're trying to put food on the table for their family, or they whatever. You know, like might not be the best choices. There might have been other、mm-hmm. options, but. From their perception, that might have felt like the only option, you know, or the best option from what their mind was coming up with at that time, right? Absolutely. And, and you know, I think that that if we drop more into the presence and that heart, I think what actually comes from it are way more ideas and options. That's the thing. Because you realize the expandedness. Absolutely. Like I could do this, but I also could do something else. Well, yeah, and again, like everything is just so connected—the mind, the the body, the spirit or energetic field, like whatever you want to call it—from a quantum、uh, viewpoint to like a, a more spiritual viewpoint. Everything is so connected. So when I'm tense and I'm like worried, or I, I'm acting from sort of this like ego or fear-based mentality. My muscles in my stomach are literally contracted. Like I'm not able to even receive any like insight from whether it's my subconscious or my higher self or the universe, whatever it might be. I'm not in a place of reception because I'm shut down. I'm locked down. I'm scared. I'm protecting. Yeah. <laughs> But the more that you relax and trust and open into presence. Then you're able to receive, and I feel I true. I mean, I don't even believe. I know that's where <laughs>、yeah. that's where all of the the most amazing inventions and creations and movements come from,、yeah. is from that open, relaxed channel of mind and heart, and just the connection with the quantum field. We're all connected by this、yeah. unseen force, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, think about like after doing breath work or a meditation. Or even just a, a sitting in nature, sitting by the ocean, or even a good run or a workout or something. You know, like I don't think that there's a person listening that hasn't been like when you're in that zone of openness from whatever, whether it's through a meditation practice or even just a physical, you put yourself into that state, that flow state. I, yeah. You get you get these downloads. I call them downloads. You can call、totally. them whatever you want to call them, but your mind just suddenly is like, well, "This would be a great idea," and I can imagine if this worked like this and that. You know, and the challenge is then because that flow state can be ever so passing, is to actually take action steps towards that.、Mm. I think that's the difference between some of these great inventions that have been created in history and all the ideas of possible great inventions that haven't been right.、Mm-hmm. As if people then took action on it. You know? Yeah. Now that you say it, I just was reminded. Like I can't think of the specific example necessarily, but there's been so many、um, recorded、uh, events in history where, like, the computer was developed, or、uh, like someone had the idea for the computer here, and all the way on the other side of the world, someone had the exact same idea, but like one of them, like. 
executed and exactly. one of them didn't or exactly. didn't fast enough. Right? Which again is where that balance of like mind and heart, masculine, feminine, structure, goal setting, but also flow comes into play. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all of the combinations of everything are in existence. And so what do we want to tap into? Yeah, I um, everything that's ever been created is here <laughs> it's just like a matter of tapping into it like you said yeah, there's no putting it together in different you know in different combinations right yeah absolutely which i don't know why i keep on thinking about food but like you could do like like all of those ingredients but how you combine them form different dishes right it's like right? different ingredients right but they're all here you know whatever it is 128 or what 104 how many on the periodic table of elements is 156 128 i don't know whatever I'm not that kind of but, <laughs> brain. but you know like it's just com combining things yes um, for the, the physical but for everything else ah oh. i also loved it's kind of along the same lines and i don't know where i heard this but it just like tickled me so um someone was like the puddle that you're walking in is the same puddle that a dinosaur walked in because all the water just like recycles right like nothing nothing is created or destroyed in this universe everything just like changes form becomes vapor or whatever um and i just loved that because i was like wow there's yeah <laughs> yeah like nothing it's always just now there's always just this present moment but everything else is like changing so i don't know it's just again paradoxical <laughs> yeah and it's being, and when you, I think that that's the beauty of presence is when you get there, you can be amazed at everything. Like a blade of grass, a puddle that you walk through. Right. The simplest <laughs> thing can be like, wow, this is so cool. It's so simple yet so complex. It's so that your mind can just like take it all in. I definitely feel... Um increasingly like Benjamin Button, like I'm getting younger as I get older, which is awesome. Because <laughs> I just have more energy the older that I get, which I, I believe is attributed to relaxing more. I have more of that muscle memory of trust and faith. And so I have less stress, which makes me feel younger. <laughs> and yeah, I just, I just have this childlike demeanor increasingly. And it just makes everything so fun because everything is so interesting, like you said. And I'm just on the playground. Everywhere I go, I'm on the playground. I could be by myself for days, hours, and I'm just like talking to myself. I'm, if there was a camera in my house listening to how much I talk to my dog and just like make jokes with myself, it's stupid. Oh no, I <laughs> but it's, it's great. It's the same. Like, and I'm dancing, I make up songs, right. and I'm like, look at you shaking that piggy. Piggy, look at that piggy. Shake it, shake it, shake it. It's just, it's, and I'm it's like, amazing. oh my God. People probably thought, think I'm like, like, but who cares, you know? You care less as time goes on for <laughs> sure, which is great because then you inspire other people to do it too. Like sometimes I have the best um, interactions with strangers and I find that people, this has been happening for uh, probably at least 10 years now, but strangers within the first like five minutes of conversation will just tell me the most intimate things. Like they'll share with me things that they're struggling with or things that they're passionate about. And at first I was just kind of like, this is weird. <laughs> but now I get it because I don't really have an agenda when I talk to people. Again, I'm just out here playing, just like do, 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 do. And they feel safe because again, yeah. we're all animals and people and animals can sense when it's like a safe environment, you know? And oh so God, I'm, just like, you. I'm just a walking therapist. They're like, <laughs> you know, it's great though. I love it. I really, I really love it. Oh, it's great. Oh. 
So speaking of being in your presence, um, where can people find you, Celeste? Um, well, I'm back to facilitating the our cacao ceremonies with breathwork every other Sunday here at Liberate Yourself in Sherman Oaks. And they're outdoors. So for those yes. people like to see that you know that um, outdoors, you can space yourself. We have a beautiful 1,500 square foot area in the back. So um, as much space as you need to be comfortable and, and being outdoors, you can wear a mask or not wear a mask and be as far apart from anybody else that, um, that you feel comfortable so that you can really have the full experience. Yes, which I love. That area is so nice. <laughs> Just plants. Give me all the plants all the time. <laughs> um, and yeah, other than finding me here at Liberate Yourself, um, I also have a website. Now, I don't know if I had a website last time I was on this, but no. I'm official now. <laughs> CelesteMcMillan.com. <laughs> So you can um, book me for anything and everything. And um, yeah, I just love to connect with people. So I'm on the interwebs and I'm here, basically. Yeah. We'll link all your handles and everything down below, too. Amazing. And it's such a pleasure always having a conversation and seeing where it goes. And um, yeah, thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me always. Every time I'm doing this with you or just doing anything with you, I'm like, I need to do this more. <laughs> I want more. <laughs> I know it's fun. I love it you. It is fun. I love you too. <laughs> and I love you guys. Thank you for joining. Please like, subscribe, share, comment. Then it allows us to continue to produce content and continue to help more people. So please uh, take a moment of your time, even if it's just thumbs up in the comment bar. Um, that helps more people. The wonderful gods of the algorithm that picks it up and pushes it out. So thank you so much. And until next time. If you enjoyed this conversation, like it, subscribe and share it with your friends. If you want some more amazing resources on your path of liberation, head over to liberateyourself.com and sign up for our mailing list. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram at Liberate Hollywood. All one word or Liberate Emporium, all one word. Until next time, liberate yourself. Hi, everybody. I'm Christina, founder of Liberate. This is our mascots, Miss Piggy and Mr. Chew. Liberate is like the Willy Wonka chocolate factory for spirituality. You might wonder what the heck that is. And so basically Liberate is a place of sheer magic, activating and reigniting that magic into you so that you can live your fullest potential and most fulfilled life. When you walk through the door, you're gonna see magic everywhere you look. You look down and you see a crystal floor made with over 10,000 pounds of crystals. You say that's a lot, but I know I laid them and had to do numerous trips to the crystal store to buy more and more crystals. There's all of these beautiful, magical gemstones that are activating and creating healing from the beneath and the surface. You see the tree of life when you first walk in. You go upstairs and every room has its custom sacred geometry mural in it. And then you notice that each of the rooms are labeled with different uh, names of deities or archangels from different traditions and, and religions from all over the world. This is Liberate. Liberate is a space of union. Liberate is a space of creativity. Liberate is a space of expansion. 
And we're here to help heal you, transform, and help you rediscover yourself.